0: Thank What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Chronicles brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with today Leo, Yo Yo, Ryan.
1: What's happening? And that's it. <laughs>
0: Jenny is not feeling well, so she, she will not be us. on today.
2: Yeah, I think Jenny just, I think, well, she's still recovering from an amazing party last night. Who threw uh, it? Uh, you know like these really cool hosts that, uh, that yeah got married back in May. <laughs> yeah. um, I think some people may know them as uh, David and Jenny. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I threw it Seriously, out there. Going through your apartment, I thought I was on
1: the great movie ride. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: dude, I, I felt like it was like a museum of like great cinema, like the posters and the memorabilia and the Funko Pops. It's just like it's, it's like an awesome like little geek museum. It I... wasn't... <laughs>
1: Great movie ride. <laughs>
0: I threw I threw out the idea of us recording since Ryan was here too. That did not go well.
1: It's we funny. should have done a bonus episode. It was like really just so much everyone funny. was the there was editing on that episode.
0: <laughs> I think Jenny would have like jumped off our building if she hadn't
2: edit that. <laughs> no, but yeah, great party last night, but I'm not yeah, I'm, I'm also a little a little hurting, but I'm I'm good. I'm
0: not. <laughs> I had a lot of water. Fair. And no It's liquor. funny.
1: I don't drink as much as I used to, and for a while, I have a superpower where I don't get hangovers no matter how much I drink. So uh-huh. I woke up this morning, I'm like, I still have my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like riding a bike.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So today, we're going to cover franchises. I figured since Star Wars is coming to end next week, I figured let's get – let's get our ideas of what the best franchises of all time are
2: but, but to be clear what are your stipulations for what a franchise is more than four movies more than four movies okay
0: because someone comes at me and tells me a two movie <laughs> arc is <as> a franchise <laughs> they should they should get smacked Fair. i only cheat with trilogies because i do have captain america as one of my favorite trilogies because it's uh first avenger civil war oh well first avenger winter soldier winter soldier and civil yeah. war but yeah, so MCU is on everyone's list, I would assume. Yeah.
2: Pretty sure yep. it's I'm pretty sure like our, our one two will probably be the same.
0: Same, it's just in yeah. maybe in different order. It's
2: like the geek holy duo. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: I mean I had a good time doing this because of the um franchises that I forgot about that I'm like, oh my god, I actually, actually really love the yeah. franchise. And ones that used to be a trilogy and are now a franchise.
2: I still there's gonna be a, a point in today's recording where you're gonna name a franchise that you also listed as a trilogy out of a technicality. Yes, a few week, a few month, <laughs> months yes, ago. Yes, it's true. So, it's true. You, but and actually,
0: yeah. I, if I remember correctly, when I named the specific franchise (laughs) i said if we do a franchise (laughs) franchise. it's probably gonna be in the franchise (laughs) mode so but let's kick it off with a few news items nothing too crazy and then i want to get into a nice little discussion about the awards season because a lot of shit happened this week so first real quick news is the planet of the apes is getting rebooted again
1: why wow
0: (laughs) yeah so um matt reeves who's directing batman uh the batman the batman he did a great job. I don't know if you guys have seen the trilogy. It's really it's solid work. It I p- actually prefer it than any of the other f- films. Yeah, and it's crazy because the original Planet of the Apes is a you know a classic a or whatever. Classic, but yeah. I actually prefer these three films. movies as opposed to anything from the past. So to see that two years later <laughs> we're already getting rebooted. <laughs> Listen, they were they were popular, and they made a decent money but they weren't a franchise that's like we're starving for more dude it's nuts and if we were gonna get something at least i would have expected it on tv oh yeah
2: i could see a planet of the apes like netflix series or something like that
0: but not not a another rebooted franchise what's the uh, timeline look like for that uh Uh, i think think it's early production got it i mean early talk so um i have zero interest so
1: yeah, I've never seen a single Planet of the Apes movie. Like God that. damn it, Ryan! Wait, even the even the second. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> the seen this the new trilogy? trilogy? No, I just like it's not that I have no interest. It's just I never like I never seek it out. You know what I mean? Like, go it's seek never it out. my.
0: Yeah. It's really, really yeah. good. Trust yeah. me. It's All more. Right. It's not just like the apes are not just these animals there. They actually have a s- central story. Yeah, and the main character is not the human.
2: It's actually Caesar,
0: the ape. It, so I think
2: the part part of like the really like I liked about the new versions of it is like each movie is kind of like its own standalone. Yep, like it, they are connected, obviously, but they're really individually good movies in in a, in a, by themselves.
0: I totally agree. That's why I'm so upset about that. I know. This, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Whatever. All right. What
1: can they do? Like, what do you think they can do differently?
0: The only thing, if. Maybe, maybe
2: it'll be a musical
0: style no and stop, it. <laughs> stop, stop, stop it stop it it'll be cats cats with monkeys oh my god oh I, oh my god and i have stuff to say about cats in a little bit and it hurts my heart um so the other bit of news is the black widow trailer yes and i feel like we've been starving for m for mcu for so long yes, yes that i'm have. like i was like oh I forgot we're getting a movie. Let's yeah. see. Let's see how this looks. Um, and Leo and I were actually talking about this last night. I think this is has the feels of a uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, and it may already like I already feel like it may be in like the top twelve by the time we watch it. Yeah, like, it's, no. it looks really solid because
2: it feels like it's like a, it's gonna be like a sci-fi, not a sci-fi, like a, 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 a spy, a, a spy thriller yep. film that happens to have people that are, have superpowers. Yep, but not that many.
0: Timing is you know we talked about the timing of this back when Captain Marvel yeah came out like. You know they're just rewarding her. And it, it is what it is. Yeah. They are rewarding her, and yes. she just absolutely deserves it because she's been such a great part of the MCU. I will say this: I cared little about her in Iron Man Two. I didn't even give a shit about her in the Avengers. I started caring more when the Russos got their hands on her.
2: Absolutely, and when, um, starting with Winter Soldier, Soldier. Yeah, that's when I'm like, oh, she's
0: great as she's a the, great the character. The Cap Widow
2: dynamic was just it made you want to know more about the character. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um, the trailer looks great. Yeah. Florence Pugh is a godsend. Dude, like the... She's had the best year. She's so, so good. So much stuff that she's done this year. Looking good. Looking good. Um, how do you like Taskmaster? Uh,
2: so it's funny. I was, um, I was looking up online some like, uh, just trailer review things. Yeah. And on YouTube, uh, there's a, cu- a couple of people that are, uh, I guess have a theory that it's going to end up being, um... Uh, the other Black Widow, uh, uh, Weiss uh, okay. Rachel Weiss, that she's gonna end up playing Taskmaster as like a, a, yeah. a gender flip. Um, I'm a fan of Taskmaster in the comics. I love his power set. I love like his fighting technique. I like his cool like weapons. Um, It looks so far. One of the costume from the from the trailer looks pretty cool. Like it's homage to like the comic book character, just kind of like how Crossbones was.
0: And David Harbour looks hilarious. Yo, he
2: looks fantastic. Hilarious, like a washed up Russian Captain America.
0: It's so good. It's so good. Um, But yeah, it comes out May second, and I think um, I was thinking about like box office wise. I would have said this is impossible until Marvel gave us this long gap. I was like, I don't think it would make a hundred million. But now with this gap, with no Marvel since July.
2: Yeah.
0: I think this movie's easily gonna cross a hundred mil opening weekend. I think
2: it may be like one twenty, one twenty five. Don't get me wrong, I don't think there's anything upcoming on Disney Plus either. No. (laughs) So they waited.
0: I I don't think we get anything from November, I think. November. Yeah. So next November. So people are gonna be starving for MCU stuff. Yeah. So I actually we don't get and it's funny because you mentioned that we get Black Widow in May and then we don't get anything again till November, til November with the Eternals and then we get the TV shows.
2: Jeez man, it's going to be like
0: uh I think it's smart. It they're is. giving us a I, they're giving us the break that we didn't ask for, but I think it's good yeah. because it's making us want
2: it's like this one of the like absence makes the heart grow fonder kind yeah. of thing where it's like, "Oh wow, I miss the MCU now." Yeah. It's
0: true. <laughs> um I wanted to talk about the Wonder Woman trailer, but it was supposed to release this morning and it still hasn't released the little teaser nice. the teaser of the teaser if you guys haven't checked it out her she has a new she doesn't have a new costume but she has a much brighter costume
2: oh uh, got it okay. it
0: looks great I mean I love Gal Gadot she's fantastic um I, I'm i glad we're getting Black Widow and then we get Wonder Woman next the following month
2: it's gonna be I'm still
0: awesome. concerned about Cheetah
1: okay I'm not
0: you're not really right.
1: No, because that's like in my eyes, that's one of her main main villains. So I think it would be really cool to see her on there. Get give like I like seeing all like the B C characters getting the big screen treatment. So and I think done with the right hands and, and which will be done. And I think it's going to be really well done. It's S- going to be awesome. So you're
0: like that's what you craving said? for Calendar Man,
1: <laughs> Calendar Man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> give me condiment king. Damn it. <laughs> Do you think?
0: I mean. I'm just throwing this out there. If they ever, because I don't think Batman will ever be on a small screen. If they ever did do a small screen like series, do you think Calendar Man can work?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Have you like his little cameos in the Arkham games were awesome. Like he was just in Arkham, like just doing random shit. If you, don't make him the villain, but make him someone like on the side.
2: Yeah, okay. like even even Gotham kind of had. I'm guessing even the show Pennyworth maybe, but oh, like Gotham, they, they could probably do Man. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Gotham. Whatever. <laughs> like, let's not go into that. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> All right. So the next bit of news before we get into our awards talk is, I'm going to test you guys, and then I will obviously explain. So the Academy wants to combine sound mixing and sound editing. I uh, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> this is where the nerd comes in. That like, <laughs> like I, I'm not an Academy voter. I just religiously follow this stuff. Yeah. So I know the difference between mixing and editing. Okay if you don't or if ryan doesn't that's fine but if you're an academy voter you need to know what the fuck you're voting for absolutely (laughs) that's your effing responsibility right so like to combine it it's just taking responsibility away from the voters to actually pay attention to what the fucking difference is
2: (laughs) yeah so i'm like
0: when i've heard that i'm like it doesn't shock me because that's just what the academy does they just want to make it easier for themselves but i'm like it's really not that difficult to know what mixing and editing is.
2: It's pretty messed up to think like, oh, you know what? These two categories
1: are meh. Let's just mix them.
2: Like, come on, people.
1: <laughs> so, well, was it last year at the Academy Awards they made the crack at uh, original screenplay? Wait, what what'd they or say? one of the? They are like, you know, oh, next is uh, something about writing or something like that. And they're oh, like, oh, not be, that that matters.
0: I would be pissed off if they ever combine if they ever combine adapted and original. I'd be more angry than, than this. <laughs> um so I'm going to ask you guys what's the difference? Do you know what the difference is? All right, I'm going to take a Do you know what comes it?
2: first? Uh, what do you mean comes first? Editing or mixing? What comes first? You you in, in the in the, in the process yes. of the film? Yeah. Uh I will probably say mixing is it editing first. Yeah. I uh yeah, I I'm I don't know. I think mixing would, would it would be like gunfire during a like a like the sounds getting blended together
1: like so that they're not jumbled
2: up? You're kind of you're kind of there,
0: right? Do you have any guesses?
1: I'm going to say like the sound mixing is like, you know, like the automatically of everything, like the whap boom, like all the sounds are here and the editing is just making it nice and clear.
0: So it's you are on the right path, but it's kind of the other way around. So the editing, I actually have verbatim here. So sound editing category used to be known as sound effect editing, which is actually a more apt name. When scenes are shot, typically the focus is entirely on getting the dialogue and staging down pat. So pretty much sound editing. It, when you're filming the movie, you're worried about me and you having the dialogue. It is left to the sound editors to put in other noise to complement to the spoken words. This could be ambient sound like an air conditioner or the approach of a distant train. Perfect example is oh. when you're watching Star Wars, a lightsaber. That is sound editing. Uh, you're editing the... You're editing yeah. that into it. Sound mixing reverts, re- refers to the post-production after the sounds are already inserted. Kind of what you were saying, Rai. So, a central goal is to m- meld the sound seamlessly with the recorded dialogue so it feels, like, natural. It feels fluid. So, that's sound mixing and sound editing. It's as simple as it gets. <laughs> so, that's why, like, when I watch... um oh, okay. When I watch 1917, I haven't. I mean, when I watch it... But when I saw Ford v Ferrari,
2: I was like, "Oh, okay,
0: so we have our winner here." Because you're, then are you're are blending
2: <laughs> so many different sounds. Absolutely. But, but then
0: I realized 1917 is coming out, and on Christmas I'm getting, I'm screening it on Wednesday, and I'm like super amped for it. That's in the bag. I can tell you that's winning. I don't even have to see the movie, and I know well, that's winning. Are you,
2: are you saying that simply because of the fact that like the it's so much more? It's possibly going to be in that movie with sound editing, yeah. sound mixing. Yeah, that it's, it's, it's gonna be more impressive. Yeah, um, and.
0: War movies do very well in that category, which makes total sense. So, like,
2: if it wasn't, if there wasn't a war movie, Ford versus Ferrari probably it's been a winner, the, like the easily. And even with Star Wars,
0: yeah, Star Wars is now. I I'd have to look back to confirm they've been nominated, but they've never won. Gotcha. So good it's, to know. Because I honestly, that has a lot of. Actually, that's a good. That's a good point. I maybe bought I maybe may category bias because it has a lot of mixing and editing in it. That's interesting. But like, I, yeah. um, perfect example. The last war movie that was nominated was Dunkirk. Okay, and it won both, editing and
2: mixing. Can you win one and not the other?
0: Yes. It's very, it's. I like predicting. It's when people predict the Oscars. A lot of people don't like predicting both. I like predict predicting both.
2: You mean they don't like putting the so same winner for both? Yeah. Oh.
0: I think it's becoming the norm that a lot of problem is too that the people that don't know it will vote for one. Doesn't matter if the other one's any
2: good. Can you think back, and this is like a really, really cr- incredibly difficult ask, but can you think back to like a before the days of war movies and super crazy tech movies, what a, a film, maybe a spoken word film that would have gotten editing or mixing? So
0: in the 30s, with 30s and 40s, the way that films were made were, um, <sighs> have you ever seen Singing in the Rain?
2: No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So I'll that's a perfect example like of like poking fun at talkies. That's what they were called back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to record, you used to put the microphone in like, let's say a tree and they used to record the dialogue there. So I get, I would assume, I may be completely wrong, but yeah. I think the editing and mixing there would be like, if you're in a tree, you got to clean up that audio because of just the got technology it. that was available back then. I think War Movies have dominated the category since fair whenever they started giving away this category. Awesome. So um as oh, yeah. you can see we're nobody's and we I think I explained it to a point that is very easy. I
2: just think it's yes. a, I mean straight up I think like the with the minute you mention that you can win one and not the other, that should be enough of a reason why you can't mix these categories together. Yeah. Because, like, if now, if there was, like, a maybe the last 10 years the same winner was winning both awards, okay, that's an argument for blending them. But, dude, like, just read up on what it's supposed to be and just give the two awards.
0: I know the last two years, I'd have to look back to confirm everything. I know the last two years it's been the same movie for both. Uh, So Dunkirk won both two years ago. And then last year, Bohemian Rhapsody won both, which is – I have my I like Bohemian Rhapsody quite a bit, but I think that was a quite the ridiculous award of the night is giving <laughs> it to both of the, giving them both.
1: But yeah, um, what would you have given
0: it to them uh, last year? Let me bring that. Let me. Br- I'm actually looking at the other nominees up right now. Um, yeah, I know that that Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody winning last year is what started the trigger of. Maybe combining it because this has been in the talks for a while. So it's not something that's very relatively new. It's just coming up right now as something that may happen by next year. So I'm bringing it up right now. I'm actually going to ask you guys. I'm going to give you the nominees. And I want to see what you guys think here. Okay. So sound mixing, sound editing, Bohemian Raps. I'm going to do sound editing. Um, and you tell me. Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. For, for editing, right? I yeah. mean,
1: the geek in me wants to say Black Panther.
0: <laughs> I say First Man.
1: So it's funny. I sort. I, I would have said First Man
0: it too,
2: because yeah. like I know that the, the the type of sounds you're adding into that. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go First Man.
0: So every single film of the same was nominated for mixing, except A Star Is Born. But I still would have gone first man here. I would have given it both to to first man. But the Academy loved Bohemian. So they weren't. I don't don't think they were just going to give Rami Malek an Oscar. I think they were going to give it something else. So fun fact. That was the most. uh, That film won the most Academy Awards last year.
2: Um,
1: Like a Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah.
0: A lot of people don't like that. Um, They're not
1: doing that stupid other category this year, are they? I
0: think that is oh Dead. yeah like the, it's, the, the kind
1: of like weird way right. to give black the, panther an oscar the popular yeah choice what was it something like most that. popular film yeah something like
0: yeah achievement in popular film or something like that yeah. <laughs> what would have won it this year in popular film in a year like this do you endgame, it's aven- it's say. endgame right
2: yeah uh i endgame
0: guess joker. i guess endgame or joker or joker yeah, yeah.
2: i th- actually i think it would have been joker it sh- That would be the one that if you're not gonna give it um, best, picture. best picture, you should yeah, give yeah. it that.
0: So I think it would have been Joker. So oh yeah. So that's
2: pretty much it. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen next year, but if they're we... gonna they're gonna combine best actor and best actress into just
1: <laughs> actors. Yeah. Just terrible. Be more gender fluent. <laughs> All right.
2: So
0: this week precursors pretty much started. I kind of been saying off the line to Leo and our buddy our buddy Kev like this is this is when everything gets started. Today so this week is when. We kind of get away from the contenders and pretenders of who's actually may do well in the season.
2: It's gonna get real.
0: So the first one I want to go ah. through is AFI. AFI released their top ten films of the year,
2: and you mentioned that out of this list, typically about how, what percentage ends I, up winning?
0: I will have that percentage for you in a moment. So the top <laughs> their top ten films are. They don't and just a preface this, they don't announce. Best. They just do a top ten every year. So, 1917, not shocking. The Farewell, not shocking. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Knives Out, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Richard Jewell. Not really surprised in any of these. AFI loves Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. so I'm not shocked there. So, what well, Leo mentioned about the stats before, um, the AFI has a strong track record at previewing the potential best picture lineup at the Academy Awards. Since the Academy expanded the best picture category uh, in 2010, the AFI has previewed 70 of the 80 nominees that were American made. This translates to 87.5%. So out of all the precursors this week, I think this is the most telling, a very good telling of what may come. In a few weeks.
2: So, like, to clear it up, I guess what you're saying is that if if you're not on that list of films, odds are you're not... Unless
0: you're Parasite, because these are only American films. Ah, So,
2: so if
0: I'm eliminating... Because I think not all these 10 are going to make it. Yeah, Jewel is probably not. Richard Jewel is not going to be a Best Picture nominee. Knives Out is not going to be a Best Picture nominee. And I think Little Women is not going to be a Best Picture nominee. So, I think you can take those three out, and you may put everything in. The only one, I think, that may... Have a chance to sneak in is knives out if it gets original screenplay mm. and then farewell.
2: May they may go back? Are you surprised that Judy's not on that list?
0: Yes, no, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, I think that's a Renee train and that's it. Got I it. I think I'm pretty okay. cool. I'm pretty sure on that. So that was the first one. The next one that came up was actually NBR National Board of Review. I'm always curious about this one because they. Their correlation is not as consistent. But they named The Irishman the best film of the year. I'm totally okay with that. Mm. Best director, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. Perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Best actors were, rare. I think it was the shock of the... Not the shock, but I guess the most surprising that he actually won. Uh, Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems. Crazy, right? And I was talking to, uh, to someone off the line that this hurts Adam Driver more than it hurts Joaquin because I actually thought that Adam Driver was going to dominate critics, all these critics awards, because Marriage Story is more of a critic friendly movie than Joker is. Yeah, it's, more, so, it's a
2: more classic type of uh, performance. Yeah it's, a, yeah,
0: it's the typical Oscar performance, mm-hmm. I think. Agreed. Um, and for Adam Sandler to win, I'm like, OK, so maybe they don't love Driver. And I think we spoke off the line about this. Marriage Story, and we're gonna get into it in, in a little bit. I, it's a very uncomfortable film for anyone in Hollywood, especially if everyone's been through like forty-five divorces. <laughs> <laughs> so their the target like, audience they're, may not be the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Oscar, um, I read an article from someone that spoke to an Oscar voter that said that they were talking about Marriage Story, and they're like, um, you know, did you they. This the Oscar voter told the person that of the article that I read. I mean, did you guys see the same movie? And he's like, "Yeah, the one written by Noam, uh, written and directed by Noam Baumbach." He's like, and the person's like, "Yeah, I don't understand what the big hype about it is." And this is from an Oscar voter. Yeah, so Uh it can it's interesting. I'm very interested. Tomorrow is the Golden Globes nominations, and I'm gonna go through my predicted nominees in a little bit. I'm very curious if what happens there because they split comedy and musical. I wonder, yeah. I don't think Adam driver is going to take a hit here. I'm just wondering what the nominees are here.
2: Now with the NBR announcing, um, Adam Sandler, is that the equivalent of like splitting the vote? I guess. Are you saying that, that Sandler now being a contender, that's the reason it hurts drivers like push for, it? I
0: think this was an easy one for <laughs> driver. Got it. Okay.
2: And, and I
0: look at where these associations are based off. MBR is based in New York. Marriage story is a New York story. Uh, yeah, it is. I thought Driver had this in the bag. Uncut Gems is also a New York story, I believe. But um, looking at both, I really thought Driver okay. had this. So I, I, like, I don't think that Joaquin was going to win any of these things. And the fact that he won one, which I'll get into a little later, cool. was good for him. Um, supporting actress, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. I'm watching that this week. Supporting actor, your boy, Brad Pitt, once upon a time in Hollywood woo woo. best actress is uh Renee, which I think she's gonna sweep the season. I think no one comes close uh the Lupita train is about to get ready to get kicked off, yeah, yeah, really? I loved her and us, so I'm fine with that uh, so I may so start good. i i you we gotta start moving Garjo scarjo down. So, so who moving do you think- Lupita up to number two or three.
2: Okay, I'm comfortable with that. I think yeah. I think Lupita's because of the movie t- came out such a long time ago. Yeah, we've forgotten how good she was in it. Mm-hmm. But I think I talked to you offline. I'm like, we got to remember she played two roles yeah. in that movie. She was and great. She did incredible.
0: Yeah, she was great. You haven't seen us, right, Ryan? I have not. Okay. Um, I
1: plan on watching it like either this week or next week, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Lupita uh, does amazing in it.
0: Original screenplay went to the Safadi Brothers for Uncut Gems. Okay. I'm watching that this Damn. week as well. Damn. Uh, Adapted screenplay went to Steve Zalian for The Irishman. That's over. I think that's over. That's He just gets his acceptance speech ready. I think that's, <laughs> that's over. Um, breakthrough performance Paul Walter Hauser and Richard Jewell. Directorial debut went to Queen and Slim. Melina Mustask. animated feature seems like such a toss-up not how to train your dragon one animated feature here and then foreign film went to Parasite that's over Um, best ensemble went to Knives Out nice cinematography went to Deacon's I'm not shocked there. And the icon award went to Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, and Al Pacino.
2: Oh, that's, that's like cheating, but fair. Okay. <laughs> and then
0: on top of that, they do a top 10 top films as well. This one was 1917 Dolomite is My Name, Ford v. Ferrari, JoJo Rabbit, Knives Out, Marriage Story, Hollywood, Richard Jewell, Uncut Gems, and Waves. Now, the only, the last fact I wanted to mention here was the last time best actor has correlated to MBR was. 13 years ago Oh damn So it's been With uh, uh, Last King of Scotland Forrest Whitaker
2: Okay And it's... who Who are the voters in NBR Actually That's a good question I'm not Cause, too... I, Cause I'm trying to wonder <laughs> Why they're so disconnected To like What the Os- what the Oscars Ends up being Cause but... critics
0: have their own Okay like Opinion of what fair. Is great And what's not great cool. So they decide to You know Reward Give rewards To those that Will not be Talked about During the Got season it. Like I um like Waves. Perfect example of Waves. That's getting a lot of love, but it's not getting... I don't it's think it's getting any Oscar boys. love or anything yeah. like that. And then uh, the other one is the G- Satellite Awards. I don't... Apparently, this is a big thing. Yeah, it is. So, this is the 24th Annual uh, Satellite Awards. Joker led the nominations along with Ford v. Ferrari with 10. Ah, nice. So, that's pretty, pretty awesome. The craziest thing was that that I'm starting to see is that Al Pacino is missing a lot,
2: yeah, man
0: and I'm very upset about that,
2: like don't get me wrong, Pacino's Pacino, and his performance in Irishman was incredible based on like what we've seen with him recently but i when I, after seeing it, a part of me was I'm like I think we're just um, trying to like romanticize that it's just him, but like I thought Pesci was way better. I thought Pesci was like a little bit he did something different that I've never seen before. Um, I'm not. I'm not too surprised, but you're definitely way more of an expert in this.
0: Well, no, I'm starting. T- I understand why Pesci is getting the love. I'm more surprised because I guess they don't care less because you don't have to campaign for these like okay. the way you campaign for Oscar or Globes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can understand why they're giving Pesci the love because they want to start that train. Because these aren't really. These precursors, you don't necessarily have to win these to win Oscar. Yeah. Like, for example, perfect example. MBR. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, two thousand three. It won the most Academy Awards ever. It swept. It went for eleven for eleven. Jeez. It was not even an MBR's top ten. <laughs> God. Heath I Ledger. MBR. Yeah. And I, I was very curious about the ledger for obvious reasons of the parallel of the character. Of course. Ledger did not do as great as I expected in the critics. It's He did well, but not as good as I expected. I expected him, when I looked up critics, that he was going to dominate. Huh. And he didn't. It was towards... I think it was towards um, a little bit before the Globes. Okay. Once he... MBR actually gave him supporting actor. I think it was NBR, and then Ledger swept everything. Ledger was as clean a sweep of a season as i think i've ever seen okay is at once once the critics awards came it was a wrap there um the gotham awards those are for independent films marriage story dominated there one picture actor um screenplay and aquafina won actress for the farewell which is Great, I love that. A yeah. uh, documentary went to American Factory. Screenplay, like I mentioned, went to uh, Marriage Story. Breakthrough actor was Taylor Russell Waves, which I mentioned oh, before. Okay. And the Audience Award went to Marriage Story.
2: The Audience Award? What's yeah. that?
0: <laughs> Got it. It's like the video. Of, it's like the the Fan Vote Award at, okay. at the at the VMAs.
2: Got it. Got it. Got <laughs> That's it. That's all I could think of. <laughs> Prestige. <Got> Prestige. <laughs> all
0: right. So that brings me up to. New York online film critics so, so, associate something like that online critics something like that so they gave parasite best picture banju director um, Lupita actress Joaquin actor supporting actor was Joe Pesci supporting actress was Laura Dern so wow it's uh i think that another one that's going to be a, a kind of a sweep this season is uh, Laura Dern So, all right. So, I'm going to go through my Golden Globes predictions real quick, and then we will get into our franchise. All right. So, the predictions will be tomorrow morning at, I think, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Eastern time. So, Globe is split up to drama and comedy. So, best picture drama. I have 1917. I have Joker. I have Ford v. Ferrari. I have Marriage Story. And I have Irishman. Nice. No real complaints there, I think, right? No. Picture comedy. I have Dolomite is my name. No, I'm lying. I moved that out. I have Hustlers, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rocket Man, and Cats. There it is. When you take that that deep breath, I'm like, I
2: think he's going to say it. (laughs) So the reason I'm saying Cats is because you say it like you mean it sir nah, you be proud of that <laughs> you be proud of that pick so uh, this week
0: the hollywood <laughs> forum press announced that they were going to allow the film to compete so i immediately had a feeling once i saw that article i'm like oh i think it's getting nominated for picture wow. i want to see catch so much guys <laughs> i really want to see how terrible it is <laughs>
2: you guys don't want to see it at all so um i've been, I've been watching a lot of their um the cast do the uh, the press circuit right and like some of like the interviews and like night shows at like, night like night talk shows um i'm i am really intrigued by the cgi because it looks... it's all cgi like oh yeah it's in um it's there's no costumes whatsoever it's not like they added cgi to the costumes like everything is cgi and like this could be it looks creepy. Look, it looks, it looks creepy. Creepy as fuck. But I'm, I guess I, I, I I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, I watch oh it. Oh
0: man, that is that is tough. Um, for lead actor, musical or comedy, I have. Uh, where are you? Roman Griffith Davis, from Jojo Rabbit. Oh wow! I have Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Nice. Eddie Murphy for Dolomite. Leo for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Taryn Egerton for Rocketman. Am I nuts for putting in uh, Jojo Rabbit here? No. No. I, I like it. All righty. So the next one here would be lead actress in a comedy or musical. I have Aquafina, Beanie Feldstein from Book Smart, mm-hmm. uh, Constance Wu for Hustlers, Emma Thompson for Late Night, and Anna the Armas for *Knives Out*. Nice, because she is
2: fantastic. Yeah, Anna the Armas is good. <sighs>
0: best actor. That movie's
1: fantastic. Yes, it
0: <laughs> is. Best actor drama. I have Adam Driver for *Marriage Story*. I have Antonio Banderas for *Pain and Glory*. I have Joaquin, obviously, yes. for *Joker*. I have Adam Sandler for *Uncut, Uncut Gems*, Gems yeah. and then I have uh, Robert De Niro for *The Irishman*. Okay. I'm pretty chalk here. Yeah. Uh, best actress. I have ScarJo. For Marriage Story, I have Social Ronan for Little Women, Renee for Judy, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and I have
2: uh,
0: uh, nope Lupita. Lupita, there she. I, I missed her there. Lupita for for us. Cool. So, and then supporting actress Laura Dern. I actually have ScarJo double nominated. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. For Jojo right. Rabbit, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Zhao Shuzen for Farewell, and then Margot.
2: Robbie, love, love, I c- love the farewell. Nah, and I can't nah, tell well.
0: you what fuck what fucking movie she's getting nominated for. Bomb Show or Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I just know she's getting nominated <laughs> for something. <laughs> um, supporting actor, I have Brad Pitt. I have Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. I have Al Pacino for The Irishman. I have Joe Pesci for The Irishman. And then
2: I have William Defoe for The Lighthouse. Oh, dude. God. Uh, so geez. go ahead, Leo.
0: Tell us. Tell us real quick. What All right.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, guys, Lighthouse uh, Fair. I mean, like it's it's a super artsy film. Um, black and white. Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, awesome facial hair. Getting drunk. Start hallucinating. There's mermaids. There's masturbation. How do you
0: feel when you saw the masturbation for the first <laughs> I,
2: time? I mean, I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Um, no, but to be fair, Did it it's, turned on. <laughs> it made me it awakened parts of me that I didn't want to be awakened <laughs> like uh, I think I'm going to go home and right now <laughs> uh, no so be, to be fair like David recommended it um, it's very avant-garde uh, totally different than the other things that I had been watching oh yeah I appreciate it it gave me a very Hitchcockian film to it like, <laughs> a, like a feel uh, but yo dude it was Leo just...
0: immediately put on a Marvel movie like, he's like I need, is... to cl- I need to cleanse myself well, from this I
2: think about like, the other movies I had been seeing like The Farewell Marriage Story Ford versus Ferrari, like I'm watching all these other movies, and then this is on, and I'm like, oh, what the this is not what I expected, not at all I um, I have him here. I don't
0: think he gets in in the end, but I need to start putting him because he's hitting a lot of what he needs he's, to hit. He's got it, so it'd be interesting. I think when this movie hits the academy, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Is gonna- <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> I can guarantee, I probably, I would guess the majority has not seen this yet. Once <laughs> they see the mermaid, out. <laughs> <laughs> the tentacles.
2: The tentacles at that point, it's like, wait, what, what, is this hentai?
0: And I mentioned ScarJo and Supporting Actress. I'm going to say that I think she is better, and I, I think we disagree yes, we, on this. Yeah, we, yeah. So I saw Marriage Story. We saw Marriage Story. Uh, I'll just lay it out here as simple as possible. I come from a broken home, so I expected this movie to devastate me. I was a little bit underwhelmed by the movie. I thought it was, it was very good. I, not it's not a shit made movie. It's a very well made movie, but I didn't feel as heartbroken as I thought I would. Yeah. Um, outside of a scene in a living room and I won't say anything else but that mm-hmm. the movie really didn't hit me as much as I thought it would. Um, ScarJo's good. I don't think she touches Renee. I don't think, like now that Lupita's gaining steam, I don't think she touches Lupita.
2: I see. I'm. I'm. I. I also watched Judy. I watched Marriage mm-hmm. Story. Um, Marriage Story had two parts in it where I got. I hit me. Like I hit tears. Like I felt it. Um, and that's how I'm gauging the performance. Those two peaks of just wow what's the other peak um uh, for me it was like the very very beginning oh when um, they're talking when, about when, each other they talked yeah well, that that voiceover part is it's crazy i mean like when they when you see them and she turns around <sighs> to walk away from him and she just starts like crying from, yeah. that hit yeah but like with judy amazing performance i didn't have any of those moments with that film i had oh, no man I, I didn't connect with it i'm not saying the performance wasn't good yeah, yeah. it's just i didn't connect with it but if you're saying lupita though I'm completely comfortable with Lupita yeah. over Scarlett. Yeah, I I
0: think that's. I feel very comfortable saying that because yeah. I,
2: I, for me,
0: like I like, and it's crazy. Like the scene, I can get into spoilers if you guys haven't seen JoJo. Just fast forward like two minutes here. Um, the scene in JoJo Rabbit where she puts on oh, the yeah from the uh, from the, the, the chimney the chimney the, the, the chimney soot ash or whatever yeah. yeah. I thought that scene was more powerful than I can. Not, Kill me for this than anything I saw her do in a Marriage Story. Which is fair. Which is fine. It yeah. is what it is. We have our take on that. I just didn't think the movie was as great as I've kind of anticipated it to yeah. be. Like, And it has nothing... I mean, I always create certain expectations for these types of movies. I had high expectations for The Irishman, and they surpassed them. So I guess this just wasn't it for me. Yeah. And then the Adam Driver Train, I thought he was very good. I think he is... A solid number two in that category. I think Leo is better this year in Hollywood than Driver is in Marriage Story. However, Leo won and the politics of the Oscars. He will not. Yeah. It'll be between Joaquin and Adam Driver. I don't think he touches Joaquin. Joaquin's performance. Like yeah. he doesn't smell it. Yeah. It is such a distant to me, yeah. distance to me between both of those two. But Saying that, it wouldn't shock me if Driver wins. So. Yeah, so
2: I guess the best way for me like, to, to equate both jo- Joaquin, Leo, and Driver's performances, um, Joaquin sustains those emotions and that just drama for the whole film. Yep. Um, whereas with Driver, there's peaks. Same as Scarlet. There's peaks of it. Like, you get those scenes where it's like, oh, wow, this is intense. Mm. But it's not the whole film. There's a lot of subdued stuff in there. And that like, was purposeful. And it was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. But like, as far as like, it's, it's not Driver's fault, it's just that that's, the, that's what he was asked to do with that role. Same thing with Leo. In Hollywood, he sustained that, that persona, and the peaks were just incredibly awesome as well. And he has
0: such great moments in that movie. Oh, my God. But I never forget about the end of that movie when he comes out with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> my... <laughs> I will never forget me in that theater. The first time I watched it, I'm taking a drink of water and he goes in there and I'm like, Oh my God, if he gets a flamethrower, I'm going to fucking spit out my water. (laughs) So he's, he, uh, gets flame he gets a flamethrower. He gets a flamethrower as and I one does. Spit out my water. It's <laughs> hilarious.
2: Um but yeah, I, I think uh, you're right. I think Joaquin's performance is just it's all encompassing and, and we're yeah. biased here, I think, on Joaquin. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's, not like, it's not like we're fans of geek stuff, right? No, here. no.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see what ends up happening with that tomorrow. I'm very curious how the globes go. Joker, I was talking to uh a friend of mine about this. That he has his own podcast as well. I think Joker if it gets nominated and i think it will i think it has a chance to win drama it like win the globe i don't think it's just going to be there to say hello okay look how well it won the it won the golden lion in venice and though there are members i believe there that are part of the h uh h hollywood foreign Press 2 okay. they love it overseas <laughs>
2: Well, it's, I mean, if you take away the fact that it's based on a comic book character, yeah. it's an incredibly deep movie. movie yeah. Boom.
0: So it reminds me of Bohemian. I've been saying this for months that it reminds me of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody won drama at the Globes last year. That's what started this the, the Bohemian train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People took it seriously. Yeah. So I think. If it does well tomorrow in nominations, I think it has a good shot of winning. So to finish this up, screenplay, I have Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, Parasite, and Marriage Story. I think that's – I feel comfortable with those five. Uh, Foreign language film, it's portrait – it's portrait. It's Parasite and everybody else. But I had to get a four other people for the movie. So um, <laughs> Parasite 2. So I did, I did put the farewell. <laughs> Parasite the, in reverse. <laughs> the farewell, Pain and Glory, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and Les Miserables. So, and then Motion Picture Animated, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Claus, How to Train Your Dragon, and I Lost My Body, and Original Score, I have. Thomas Newman for 1917, Hildor Guananidor for Joker, uh, Alexandra DeSplat for Little Women, Randy Newman for Marriage Story, and John Williams for Star Wars. Oh, John so Williams. we'll see how terrible I do or how <laughs> well I do tomorrow morning. All right, so let's get going with our yes. film franchises. um How do you guys do with this? Do you guys have an easy time or a hard time?
1: Uh, I My bottom was hard. My bottom was like, that's, a <laughs> <bottom>. <laughs> that's, I, what, she that's what she said. That's what she said. It was Thor tuna.
0: <laughs> So yeah, I um, the top was really easy for me. It's <laughs> gonna, uh, gonna be a fun. <laughs> this is gonna be a fantastic
2: top. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been I, a fun of the top. <laughs> I had a very, I had a
0: very easy time getting to the top. Um, <laughs> it was, it was at the when it was filling, filling in that bottom that I had a hard time. <laughs> Um, I did want to get i i don't i didn't ask you guys to do this but i did it for myself and i'm curious i put my top three worst film
2: franchises the I, worst their are just terrible but you enjoyed them no 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 these or are just, just terrible these are just terrible okay fair. these are
0: my literally my top three you guys are not gonna agree with my number two but it's okay my number three is transformers right. i perfect in, i enjoy the first one and i it, i guess it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure bumblebee is phenomenal Man. but that doesn't count in this. Okay. little franchise I think even though it's, I
2: guess if we have to count it I'll count it but even with how awesome it is it doesn't make up for the fact that the Two, trash
0: three, four, five. <laughs>
2: and Mark Wahlberg <laughs> that's a shout out to Chris Chin, right it there is, Mark Wahlberg it is
0: unfathomable how terrible <laughs> those movies are <laughs> yeah. and they made I so I can apart that's my I problem I can't with either right <laughs> I can't you're
2: totally right Rye you're absolutely right
0: they're sexist. They're racist. They're, they're prejudiced. <laughs> they're a Michael Bay film, ladies and gentlemen. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it's, it's, like, it's funny because you can literally count it. You're like, all right, insert jet flyover here. Insert American flag here. Insert ridiculously sexy girl doing something sexy for no freaking reason. On here. a car. On a car. Oh my God. Insert, on
0: a car. And insert Linkin Park song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I, Michael I just, Bay.
0: I mean, I like, like I said, I like the first one. For what it is. I will admit I haven't seen it in like 10 years. So if I watch it, I may change my tune on the first one. But uh, my number two is I don't like to laugh. You hate happiness. I hate. (laughs) I, I for the most part, hate spoof of horror movies. So scary movie. Oh, I, Um. I hate all of them. I, I, they're not funny. They're all terrible to me. They're wow. not, I just,
2: it was
1: hilarious.
0: I, if I do like to laugh, that's not the shit I like to laugh at. Fair. It's, it's, I,
2: it's, it's like silly humor yeah. rather than smart humor. Yeah. I don't, I
0: got it. I think it's extremely, there's some tasteless ass jokes that are made in these movies and I've seen all of them. So it's not like I haven't seen all of them. Yeah. Um, I just never got into it and I've always felt that it's a franchise that the first one hit to a lot of people. But I think it progressively just got worse, worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, the first one, they'd literally make fun of the mentally challenged the entire movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> go, come on. Yeah. You know, I think I think when it, once once the once the franchise <laughs> once the franchise started spoofing other genres as well, mm. like they just started spreading themselves thin. Like the, even the jokes weren't even as quote unquote smart anymore. It was just like you're just making fun of anything just to make fun of yep. it. Yep. And there is
0: if. If playing devil's advocate here, there is one scene in five movies, you know, good ratio there, guys, that <laughs> I thought was funny. And it's probably not even funny to you. There's a scene. I think this was in scary movie three. I think it's the one with Charlie Sheen. And yeah, three or four. There's something in the basement that's going on. Yeah. And someone yells Jesus and someone brings a Jesus statue to him. I thought that was fucking (laughs) ridiculously
1: random. That's That's it. That's it. (laughs) So not grab the strong hand, not anything like that. No, (laughs)
2: but I I, I do understand your your point of view, though. It makes yeah. Like I just say, the
0: movies are kind of insulting to people.
2: (laughs) That's what it is. It's like low level toilet humor. Yeah,
0: like. I saw a. Me- I, you guys can but probably. But Kevin help. Smith
2: is a little level toilet humor as nah, well. And you man, love him, so. it's completely- he completely is, but he does smart humor. <laughs> and this is coming from a huge fan. No, I
0: think he actually tries to make. De- well, outside of Tusk, he tries to make <laughs> decent movies. So, but yeah, my number one worst franchise is Twilight. <laughs>
2: okay easily like easily even with that end game battle scene at the very very end oh the one that only thing that we know about
0: the, the one that's a dream in the end yes yeah yeah, that, yeah
2: yeah it's so bad like kirsten
0: stewart is for anyone that doesn't know she is a very good actress despite what you saw um she
1: i just don't like her face
0: <laughs> well that's not that's, i can't help you there right um i think she she's had to kind of reinvent herself and go indie in order for for people to take her serious after what twilight did to her. And then now we get Batman, our Pat's who had to jerk off on screen to get, <laughs> himself, to get, <laughs> to get himself like taken oh, serious. All else. jokes aside, like they've, <laughs> they've reinvented themselves yeah. and they are both incredible actors. They are. And it, it shows how terrible this franchise was. Sure. That people today, casual film watchers that don't know that they've done other things with that, are probably like, "Oh my god, that's our
2: Batman!" And I'm like, "Yo, have you seen any of the stuff he's done?" But let's not let's like also not like sugarcoat it either. They made millions, yeah, off oh, of the franchise. Oh yeah. so like, I mean, they're they're not upset. No, like, like look they're, at Transformers. They're, yeah. It's terrible movies, but, but you're making made. millions off of them. So like Tatobe t- yeah. got so many of them. <laughs> it's <laughs> Terrible.
0: But um, to get into our top 10 film franchises here, we're going to do what our favorite franchise is, our top 10 and favorite entry in. Yes. So I'll kick it off with some honorable mentions. Sorry. Ke- sorry, uh, Rai. I have view askew in an honorable mention.
1: But what's your if you had to put in your top 10, what would your favorite entry be? Chasing
0: Amy, right? You're. mm. So chasing Amy, yeah. Of course, I. If we're gonna do chasing Amy, because this other one's this other one's new. I think in a few years when I have kids, I think reboot may be it.
2: Oh, that's a cute one. Have you seen reboot yet? You'll see what I mean.
0: Okay. And right, am I nuts for that? No, not at all. (laughs) Like I, every time the more I think about it, and we were talking about it last night actually about reboot, I remembered how much I love reboot. It is so heartfelt, and what he's trying to, what he says about what reboots really are, is just like kids. How we, how we did not think about that ever. Nice. So that would be it, right? So my number ten is the Conjuring Universe. Ooh. Because we have Halloween, we have Friday the Thirteenth, we have Nightmare on Elm Street. Cool. And I'll take Halloween as the example I'm going to use here. That continuity is awful. (laughs) 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 To the point that we're on our fourth. And while I still enjoy the movies, Halloween to me is the best horror movie of all time. The franchise as as, as a universe fails because it has a very difficult time of keeping any continuity to what the central part of the story is. And all of them do, but I think Halloween is the worst at it. The country universe, while all the movies are not great, the bad one. There are a few bad ones. I think it does a great job, especially for a horror franchise, of establishing a Marvel-like universe in ways that we probably never saw before in the horror genre. Like, even if it's like little Easter eggs in one of these movies, it connects to the overall central it, yeah. point of the. Yeah, I appreciate and it's it. Smart. I appreciate it, and I think we're almost done with what they want to do because we're getting the conjuring three next year and i think they want to do a few more they say that now but i think this will continue much much longer um but yeah my favorite entry in that is the conjuring uh it's one of my favorite horror movies of the decade actually so that's my number 10 my number nine thanks to you and, and kev um middle earth and why, And I know, Ryan, you love these types of movies. <laughs> you adore them.
2: I love how judgy you sound when you're like, those types of those movies. Those types of movies. <laughs>
0: so the reason it's so low is because the Hobbit, the Hobbit trilogy is garbage. But Lord <laughs> of the Rings is one of the greatest trilogies of all time. And I, for anyone, I always say, this comparison, Game of Thrones is based on Lord of the Rings, on Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. So yeah. if you guys like Game of Thrones, watch Lord of the Rings. It's a lot less
2: there's more walking <laughs> but yeah it's, it's definitely yeah. amazing. walking with a purpose my friend <laughs> walking with a purpose <laughs> i just don't want people thinking that when you're gonna watch if you haven't seen lord of the rings that there's like constant battles or anything return of like, the king, king is though yes you
1: but you build up to return of the king yeah return you of to the king for fellowship for that <laughs> it ryan it is not three hours <laughs> of
0: walking there's fighting. Watch
1: Clerks 2. And then you get all Lord of the Rings in that one scene. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I love that. By the way,
0: I love that scene in Clerks 2. It's so funny. Um, My number eight is Indiana Jones. Nice. Um, The reason it's lower is because of uh, that, yeah, that movie. That, that, that one that shouldn't even yeah, be in there. This should be a
2: trilogy. One. It shouldn't be a freaking franchise. Screw And Shire then um,
0: my favorite entry is Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this is tough because I really like Last Crusade, but I just. Feel like there's so much in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You get that giant ball that it's iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, and the Ark, of course. So I think that um, that stood stood out with me more. Temple of Doom for prequel because it is a prequel. Um, it's a nice little standalone. So I think that's in the and Indy is one of the most iconic characters of all time in film. So my number seven is Rocky. So I love boxing movies. And I love boxing movie scores.
2: Question for you. Now, for your Rocky franchise, are you adding Creed and Creed? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Same, yes. same. Same. So
0: my favorite entry is Rocky 1. But I think Creed, the more I watch it, the more it goes yeah. up. My top three is actually Rocky, Creed, and Creed 2. Yeah. Like, and I have no bo- no shame about that because Rocky 4 is not a movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's,
2: <laughs> let's not judge Rocky 4 before I go on my list. Oh, my God, I have so much to say. <laughs> uh, the worst entry is Rocky V,
1: obviously. It's, yes, it's we all
2: complete it. garbage. Um, Tommy the Machine Gun. Shut up. <laughs> you know he's dead, right? Well, can I feel bad? Although, <laughs>
1: that, his speech at the end is good, though. You know, It's not how hard you get hit. It's how hard you get up and hit back or something like that's that. That's Rocky Balboa. That's Rocky Balboa, yeah. That's the uh, reboot. Oh, uh, Balboa. Yeah. That's the
0: one after, yeah. Um, and then my number six is Mission Impossible. Okay. So I think Tom Cruise is never going to die and (laughs) if he keeps doing his own stunts he might (laughs) He, he is um this franchise for an action franchise it's so interesting because outside of part two which is it's fine it's not great it's fine three four five and now we're on has progressively gotten better and better and better and i think this is um, outside of maybe, outside of Mad Max, this is probably the best action movie of the decade. Their last one, oh, Mission true. Impossible: Fallout, which is actually my favorite of of the That's franchise. Yeah, I think Henry Cavill playing a villain, mustached
2: Henry Cavill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is great in it. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache that killed Superman. <laughs> yeah, it was <did.
1: laughs> not <Hit laughs> <one in> Kryptonite. <laughs>
0: and now for nothing, I'm glad he did. He didn't t- shave it off. Because when I saw Fallout, I'm like, yeah, that's a better movie. I would do it for the better. I wouldn't sacrifice Absolutely. anything for the better movie either. So, yeah. So that's my 10 through 6. Nice. And, all right. Go oh, ahead, Leo. Uh, all
2: right. So for me, just brief little side here. Uh, David and one of our listeners, Stacy, really worked their butts off to get me to remove these two movies from my list <laughs> altogether. Now, they're not favorites. I don't think they're good. But they are guilty pleasures. Uh, but I'm going to put Step Up. <laughs> And Sharknado—that's fucking awful. <laughs> as just mentions, just mentioning them, just throwing them out there, They're franchises that I enjoy. Uh, but yeah, my honorable mentions, legit though, James Bond.
0: Oh, <laughs> why did yeah. not on your
2: list? I know. Oh, yeah, James Bond's an honorable You're mention. Hate me. uh, Saw is an honorable mention.
0: All right, so here's my take on Saw. Um, listeners that may think, oh well, Saw came before The conjury. It did. But
2: after part two, they just got awful. They just became gore. It's just gore I, porn I to the max. But if if yeah, for Saw, Saw one would have been my entry. But this is just like spitball. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, I actually combined Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth. You can't do that. Yes, you can. Freddy versus Jason made them the same universe. That's that's one nonsense. honorable mention. It's there. Uh, and American Pie is my last honorable mention. I do enjoy American Pie. But the actual 10 through 1, number 10, Jurassic Park. That's gross. I just threw up. Nope, Jurassic Park. And my favorite entry on this one was Jurassic Park 1. Wait, hold up, hold up. I need to defend
0: everything but part 1. Go.
2: Jurassic World, actually. You like Jurassic Jurassic World? World. I did. I like Jurassic World for the same effing reason you guys all like Force Awakens. Because it just called it right back to the original movie. You kind of just remade the first movie all over again. Um, but yeah, not good. I, I like the Jurassic Park franchise simply just for the fact that like, I love dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, for me number ten. So can,
0: can can well I'm not I'm not done with Jurassic Park yet, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: I can't, but I need you to judge the other movies on my stuff. How, how do we defend
0: Jurassic Park three?
2: <laughs> no, look, yes. It's a bad movie. So,
0: you know what I feel when I watch Jurassic Park 3? I don't know if the last time you saw it. That's I a... feel like there's another 45 minutes of that movie missing. <laughs> and, we <laughs> that decided, and we decided to cut it at 80. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know there's more to this, and I just don't know where it is.
2: No, the, or the, uh, the infamous uh, Raptor in, on the plane talking to Alan. Like, that was also a low point for that franchise uh my number 9 Indiana Jones yes with uh last crusade is my favorite nice entry. so
0: it uh was it the father son dynamic yeah, yeah yeah and
2: also like there was um, a lot of that movie was cut into um oh, a, the... back when i was in grammar school oh like, i went out to like, young, in,
0: the... young young Indiana Jones yeah,
2: yeah yeah um my number 8 star trek I'm a Trekkie though I am a Trekkie Uh, Generations is my favorite entry on that and that's the movie where Picard and Kurt
1: all they do is talk right that's all they do
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it was like so it was like um, also one of those like two franchises meeting Um, and it was the cast of Next Generation being the cast of the regular Star Trek but I geeked out that was awesome for me next up is Middle Earth
0: for the state it's low for that reason,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the, the, the original trilogy, dope. Hobbit is definitely, and also rewatchability is key for me. Oh. And rewatchability for Lord of the Rings is an investment of your life. Yes. And, <laughs> uh,
0: I forgot to mention my favorite entry, Return of the King, for me. Okay.
2: Yeah, for me, it's Two Towers, okay. I still think. And it's funny, from, last, from our last episode with scores, Two Towers score is still something that I love a lot. So, uh, And then next up is Harry Potter.
0: Hmm, um, so with uh, Prisoner
2: low. of Azkaban. So low. <laughs> it's so low.
0: And I have a feeling I'm going to be upset at Ryan, too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban might be my favorite entry on that one.
0: And that was 10 through... That's through the six so. All right, go ahead, Ryan. Excuse
1: me. Um, all right, I don't have any honorable mentions. Now, this list was hard for me, like I said, through the bottom part. So I had my number 10, especially. I totally owe last night. I had to put this in here just because I don't have many franchises that i enjoy (laughs) um number 10 is dceu oh (laughs) i'm done done. okay for our
2: for our listeners david has taken off his headphones and is walking away from the
1: mic (laughs) now let me defend let me say this because when i was putting this i knew i had to defend it the last three are really fucking good
2: the last three are really freaking good is what he's saying I have, to, I, have to, I have to tell David what you're saying Because he's not listening at all Wonder,
1: Wonder uh, Woman, Shazam, Aquaman And then Wonder Woman is probably uh, eight, Whatever the sequel name is going to be We just talked about it I'm sure that's going to be fantastic as well So yeah DCU. and my favorite entry from that is Wonder Woman You, I hate <laughs> you so much how,
0: how Hello, I you sit there. Really good. Ryan, I love you man I love you Man of Steel
1: <laughs> uh, no, I know. I
0: BBS.
1: Suicide extended
0: Squad. Extended Justice League. Shirt. That's in, uh, what a streak.
1: I, like I said, three out of six. Dude, that <laughs> is like
0: if you are in kindergarten <laughs> and you shit your pants at 830 in the morning and you gotta got to sit through it till 230 in the afternoon. That's what
2: those four movies are. Wait, right. So, I mean, you mentioned that this is strictly because there weren't many franchises that you'd watch. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, like, like I have, I haven't watched enough Bond to put on there. I haven't watched enough of other franchises. Like, so, any, I of the,
2: don't, any of the things that we've mentioned so far, none of those were things that you're like. I mean, oh, Fr- I wow. didn't think
1: of Friday the Thirteenth and uh, Elm Street. I'll be honest, those are the only two I didn't think of. But everything else, no. Like, I'm not a Lord okay. of the Rings fan. I'm not a Transformers fan. I'm not. Uh, fan of like a lot of movies I enjoy tend to fizzle out for some. It helps out there. Now, now.
2: Aren't you more thankful for Step Up and Sharknado? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <No. Your> argu- <laughs> the only thing that helps your argument
0: is the fact that you are right. Wonder Woman is amazing, Shazam is amazing, and Aquaman, Aquaman is very good. Yes, that's that, why, dude. <laughs> the the stretch on that <laughs> stretch Armstrong to the max, my friend. Go ahead, what's your number nine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> my number nine is Fires of the Caribbean. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> it was about yeah, no, no. That's... I
1: like the first two when the third one's alright. It's Stranger Tides fucks it up. So, and the one they did recently was alright too. So
0: I'm on one, so one is great, yeah. and I love the last one. I don't know why he got such a bad rap. To be honest, I really do enjoy the last one. Okay, yeah. those
2: middle three. <laughs>
1: oh. I don't know. The number two is. I enjoy yeah, number I like two. Number two.
2: I think four for me was the one that I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, the one where it was just Sparrow. Yeah. There was no,
2: uh, no Orlando Bloom. Anyone blooming. else? Yeah, yeah
1: that's Tough. where it was like that was hard to get through. Go ahead, right. Number 8 is Indiana Jones. Oh my nice. god. So a good
0: a good franchise. We're
1: well back on. on board. So
0: Crystal Crystal Skull is your favorite entry, right? <laughs>
1: Obviously. Shia <laughs> Buff is all I got to say. <laughs>
0: Do you know fun fact guys, uh while you guys talk about right, while you talk about Indy, I have a nice little fun fact for you about Crystal Skull, but go ahead. What's your favorite entry there?
1: Uh the original Raiders. I just you can't be. Nice, it's so good. Uh, I was watching it the other day before I headed over to you guys. Uh,
0: so I was looking on our favorite website, Rotten Tomatoes. What's up, Stace? Um, <laughs> and um, it is actually certified fresh at seventy-eight. Is it really? Yeah. I was shocked when How I saw the... that. This... Yo, Rotten Tomatoes, bro. Well, the audience score—the <laughs> audience score is fifty-four. Thank you, audience. Thank you. I haven't seen it since two thousand eight. So I may want to. <laughs> give myself some torture and watch it all right right. go ahead
1: number seven is x-men um i you're gonna cheat
0: you're gonna cheat and put deadpool in there aren't you you should no, it's part of the universe
1: i could have i didn't even think of deadpool but actually my my favorite from there is logan though oh of course yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah of course a it's great, a great movie cinematic and i'll be honest i've been wa- i just finished watching uh the anime series x-men the one thing that I think the movies have but I like the dynamic of Magneto and Professor Xavier yeah. more than in the movies than in the cartoons.
0: So uh, Rye, I agree with you hundred percent. So Leo, you hate <laughs> you hate the X Men movie. Can you at least admit that they've hit a home run both times with Professor X and oh, Magneto? You McAvoy yeah.
2: and Oh, I mean McAvoy yeah, and um and yeah. Benedict uh, – yeah, Michael yeah. Fassbender. Yeah. I think casting-wise, fantastic. And with I, Patrick Stewart and I Ian McKellen. So I love Ian, – Sir Ian McKellen is an incredible actor. Yeah. Um, but I definitely would have preferred someone to be a little bit more physically imposing as Magneto because mm-hmm. that is something that Magneto like, did have. Like Michael Fassbender is more. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be someone that you could see actually physically fight someone and maybe not so much with, with Sir Ian McKellen. But, yeah, the di- the acting – if I could just watch a movie with just Magneto and Professor X – and avoid any of the fake-ass powers and terrible <laughs> storylines that Fox did with those characters, I probably would be a to go. So
0: how do you feel about Elsa from Frozen becoming an X-Men?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because
0: for anyone that hasn't seen Frozen 2, if she's not an X-Men, I don't know what an X-Men is.
2: <laughs> My God. God, that might be the that might be the way to save the uh, the franchise now. Disney has, <laughs> Disney has all powers, right? They, they can they, they own it now. So fu- the, the X Men, dude, add Ice Elsa. Man is now Disney's Ice Woman. Everything, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's it. You just you just fix the the the, the, the well the X Men universe by Thank adding you. Elsa.
0: Thanks. All right, go ahead, right. Anything else for your tenth?
1: No, this, uh, and number no, wait. six what is this, uh, uh, what was your Harry X-Men? Potter? Wait, oh yeah, Ryan, what was your, what was your F- X-Men Logan, entry? Logan. Oh Logan, yeah. Logan, yeah, and what? Logan, yeah. And and Prisoner as well That's the best out of there.
0: And that was your number six? Yep. All right, cool. So my number five is 007. Okay.
2: I love spy films. But you've seen all of them too then, right? You went back Roger Moore. Unfortunately. (laughs) There are some that
0: are not that good. Um, I actually think outside of Sean Connery that Daniel Craig is the best Bond we've ever had. He is... embodies what bond is with a little bit of extra swag to it. My favorite entry is actually casino Royale. I don't know if you guys have seen casino Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So casino Royale is actually the first bond book. So it's like an origin story. So if you watch casino Royale, you see his first couple of months as a double O and I love poker. So see Monte Carlo and the whole backdrop of that game. Yeah is awesome fun fact i went to monte carlo during my honeymoon casino looks exactly like that the fancy cars are literally just parked up in front oh, wow. it is incredible how poor i felt <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's coming from you yeah. <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh. um
0: but yeah my favorite entry is casino royale i am very much looking forward to the new one next year. It's Dan and Craig's last one, so I'm curious how they go out. Um, underrated? To Live and Let Die? That's another really good one that a lot of, not a lot of people talk about. So if you wanted a little underrated gem from the franchise. Uh, my number four is Toy Story.
2: Nice. And that's
0: the trilogy that is now a franchise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cheater.
2: You mother-effing cheater. Not really. I remember distinctly when we it's were recording the trilogies. Because you even... It, uh, it was right before Toy Story. It was like, literally—I think, I think it was like—I think it was coming out that week or something. And it was—you were like, technically, it's still a trilogy. Technically, it Screw was you. It <laughs> so, was.
0: <laughs> I think Toy Story should be on our list. Yeah, Toy Story is probably favorite entry, though. I'm very intrigued. Oh, I got you. I think Toy Story is the greatest animated film franchise. Oh yeah. of all time. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, like hands down. Um, What's a
1: contender? Tra-
0: Man, that's a good. Do right. you even
1: have any contenders? I don't.
0: I'd have to think about it. I know a lot. I've never seen any, but I know a lot of people really think the How to Train Your Dragon franchise is really solid.
2: Oh, there's also the, the um uh, Minions. Uh, no, fuck uh, out of here. That's another contender. Oh, Shrek, Shrek's another good no. franchise for animation.
0: I guess right, <laughs> it, it, Shrek maybe if we're looking at, but I don't think yeah. Shrek really ever had any. It's a fun movie. I don't really feel it had any heart or anything like that.
1: The first one was fantastic. It's everything yeah. else after that just fizzles for me. And then my
0: favorite entry is Toy Story three.
1: Ooh, Harry!
2: High five on that it, one, bro. It is, We're back in.
0: It is <laughs> there. Let me preface this by saying one, two, three, four. They're all top tier. Absolutely. It's. I don't think you you don't make a mistake with any of them. I think three, with the time it came out, in your life, in my life. <laughs> While Andy was going away to college, I was graduating college. Yeah, I grew pretty much grew up with Andy and Woody and Buzz, and the scene. And I'm never gonna say the scene with the when they look like they're about to die the incinerator. I don't think that's the saddest scene for me. No, it's when he's in the yard playing with the toys for the last time. Now, as a 33 year old man. With all the fucking toys I have in my house, <laughs> yes. he could have kept them. Yes, he could have just taken it with him. What are you doing, bro? And he's not. <laughs> and like, I'm not saying for him to take everybody. <laughs> because that would, be, that would be too be, much. Be selective. Be selective. Or, or. Like Buzz and Woody. There's no reason why he shouldn't have. They shouldn't have gone with them.
2: They're collectors' items. They are collectors' <laughs> items. As you
0: saw, see, and what what made me more upset is that in part two, it is made very clear that they are collector's items so you take them both to college just have them there and hanging out and then um I was very really
1: perfect you put Woody on the wall and then like hey here's my Woody now do you want to see my Woody exactly <laughs> and then
0: she walks out of the dorm <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no but I, I always felt that that was a great close to the franchise and I was like oh what I don't need a Toy Story 4. Yeah. But then I after watching it, I really needed a Toy Story 4. Because, <laughs> because Toy Story 3 was Andy's clothes, and Toy Story 4 were the toys. Mm-hmm. Like, they got Woody and their Buzz. They, they got their closure. And I cried. Did, have you seen Toy Story 4? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. right. Ra- you've seen it too, right? Yeah. We're... So, spoiler alert, where they... Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> when Buzz says bye to Woody, oh, tears. Yeah. I was yeah. bawling. And I was... I, it held me in through the whole movie. I didn't cry at all or tear at all. But there, I was like, you asshole. You waited till the last <laughs> five minutes would break me. But yeah, that's my that's my favorite What's answer. What's your worst?
1: <laughs> my worst? to your head. What's the worst out of those?
0: Uh, there isn't a worst, but the least I like is two. Two. What about right. you?
1: Wait, did you say three? Did
0: you just say three?
1: I said, I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, we got mad defensive yeah, on did.
0: that. We <laughs> did. Um, my number three is The Wizarding World. So why is this my number three? I've never read a Harry Potter book.
2: Yeah, so Wizarding World. So you're counting um, the beasts. Fantastic, Fantastic beasts and, beasts. and stuff. Yeah. Got it, got it, got so, it. So
0: Harry Potter is one of the most immersive worlds I've ever seen in a film including Marvel, including star Wars. It brings you in to Hogwarts right away. And when I first saw that I was, I was actually older than those that read the books. So I was, uh, so the book came out in 97. So I was, uh, 10 years old and the movie came out in 02. So I was, I was still Ah. four. I was 15 and I wanted to go to Hogwarts right away when I first saw the movie. And, Despite the first two, I think the movies matured with the audience because as it got older, yeah. it got darker. <laughs> and once you got to Prisoner of Azkaban, everything was a wrap. Like it just progressively got darker and darker and
1: darker. Yeah, more and that
0: was more interesting. Like I think Voldemort's one of the greatest film villains of all time. Yeah. I think Voldemort is phenomenal. Um, my- think
1: would a good future episode.
0: Villains, yes, villains. yeah. My favorite entry is. Deathly Hallows part two. So the last one. Yeah. Um, so much happens there. And I was wondering. It's. Oh, I have a very a big fascination, as you'll see later in my list, of putting a stamp and ending correctly. And with all these movies and the success that they have had, ending that story correctly was so important. And they did. And I loved every second of it. And the score of Deathly Hallows Part 2 is one of my favorite of the decade as, decade as well. And yeah. my number two is the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: Yay. <laughs> yeah,
0: so mm-hmm. I think you guys know where my number one is, so
2: whatever. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, you can't go wrong, though, man. These yeah. franchises literally shaped our lives.
0: <laughs> the way this other franchise created the film franchise yeah without this fran that franchise they will never i don't think it would have ever been no film franchises it, it's the og yeah marvel redefined it and turned it and brought it up to a level that i don't th- it's unmatched mm-hmm. absolutely unmatched um when i first saw iron man i loved it and i was like oh cool i guess we'll get a trilogy <laughs> That literally that came out of my mind. Because that was
2: the go-to. That was yeah. like everyone was doing. It. I was like, oh, good movie trilogy.
0: Then I saw Hulk, which we talked about this many times on here. I think it get gets a bad rap. It it's does. not a bad movie. Uh, Edward at all. did really. really I really wish good. Mark Ruffalo was actually in this, so people stop giving it a bad rap mm-hmm. because it's not a bad movie. Um, but then there, I'm like, oh shit, it's Tony Stark. What's going on here?
2: And your world changed, and
0: then everything changed from there. And then it just progressively exploded and exploded and exploded. And then we got to Avengers, and then it just—I think it became the dominant force. It was after Avengers. Do you think? Do you? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think I would that. say so.
2: You think that? And then Guardians was Marvel pretty much just telling you, "Listen, we're we going to make you." watch our movies regardless of what we throw at you and you're gonna like it like i like vin diesel yeah i never like <laughs> <It's, laughs> that, that, that is an incredible segue
1: like,
0: <laughs> i hate vin diesel um <laughs>
1: uh, but shit, yeah my number one's the triple x oh well not, not <laughs> with the way you started
0: this list right not shocking um but yeah my favorite entry similar to harry potter it's Endgame. um the pressure they had, at least they had materials to base it off. This, my friend, with Infinity War, I always base how much I liked Infinity War to let's see how they yes. wrap it up. Stick the landing. Because if they don't stick the landing, Infinity War is gonna drop down in rankings a lot with mm-hmm. you know where they you know where they eventually end up. So when we saw Endgame, we've seen it multiple times already. We've cried, we've laughed, we wanted to see it again. I think for what they wanted to accomplish, that is the perfect movie of twenty nineteen. It's not my favorite movie, but it is the perfect movie in terms of what they wanted and what they wanted to accomplish in terms of this twenty three movie arc. So yeah. MCU number two. Leo
2: So Go ahead. Your segue of Hey, you like Vin Diesel brings me to my number five. Best franchise or not, favorite franchise. That's terrible. Fast and the Furious. That's just... <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm not going to lie to you. It got progressively more ridiculous. Because we're family. I, just
0: for, remember, we're family. Here. But
2: I family enjoy here. them so much, man. Uh, my favorite entry would be Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes, I know. Wait, wait. wait, wait I know. Wait, wait,
0: wait. The worst one in the franchise yes. is your favorite? Yes.
2: No, the worst one is Tokyo Drift. No, it's not. The only it one I've seen. Absolutely <laughs> Too Fast and Furious is
0: hot garbage. It is. When fucking
2: Ludacris. Oh. That's Ludacris joins in. Go um, ahead. My number four, Toy Story. Um, it's literally just echoing your sentiment on everything, including my favorite entry. Toy Story 3, pretty much everything David said, ditto for me. Perfectly said. Couldn't really add much to it, dude. That's exactly how I feel. Awesome. My number three franchise, Rocky. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, look, same thing. Like, you can't watch any of the Rocky movies, go through that training montage, and not want to get up off your ass to do some kind of working out. Like, it's. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you couldn't. I stand corrected. Uh, no, but like, you know what it is? It's like even like, through all the movies, there's just that that kind of like that underdog like. You're not supposed to win. You really want to make the best of yourself. Um, b- but it's funny. My favorite entry in it is Rocky Four. Oh, my God. <laughs> David, <laughs> the man saved us from the Russians through a, a boxing match. I've said, I think I've said this before And he on grew here. a pretty awesome beard while training in Siberia. Listen, I, I, I'm going to say what
0: I need <laughs> to say here. We've all seen Rocky Four. Rocky IV is very entertaining. Rocky IV is not a movie because (laughs) 90% of that movie, let me be kind, 85% of that movie are musical montages. Yes. Everything.
2: And steroids.
0: Even the fight (laughs) is a musical montage. Yes. (laughs) There's no substance.
2: (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't need substance. There's what, Drago. There's Drago, and there's Rocky. On a more and serious the death of Apollo Creed.
0: On a more serious note, that's actually why I really love Creed 2 because it it finally gave depth to Drago's character, to the Drago character. and the pressure he had. Back in 86. Yeah. And now the one that he has now to make sure that his son is... Well, as, humanized him. Yeah. Because in part, in, in Rocky IV, he's literally... He's a machine. A machine. Yeah. He's just he's a He's a cyborg on steroids. But Rice. yeah, no.
2: I'm still a sucker for that, though. I love that so, so
0: much. since we're going to talk about this bad movie... Not bad movie.
2: <laughs> s- this amazingly this film, entertaining movie. What...
0: If we're going to... Since it's all musical montages, <laughs> what's your favorite of the bunch? Is it Hard on Fire? When he, because nothing is funnier... Then Rocky Balboa climbing a fucking mountain to Hearts
2: on Fire, and don't forget the when he gets to the top of the mountain. Drago! Yeah, that's nah, the, yeah, man. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Rocky Four, though, man. I just love it. Uh, and my second, my number two, because your number one is uh Star Wars. Uh, my number two, Star Wars. I guess you'll we'll talk more in detail. So in it's second. funny because like, knowing, knowing, like knowing my audience. I have a feeling I know where you two are going to go with your favorite entries on that. So I don't want to just hash that out and just add another thing to it. So I actually went with Force Awakens is my favorite entry. Why? Huh? Um straight up because <laughs> just because of cuz I knew you two weren't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, is that, is, that is fair. That is fair. That is fair. Very like, fair. And like honestly like I'm not as big a Star Wars fan as you two are, yeah. right? And for the casual listener, the casual viewer, Star Wars is a universe that gets like, a little intimidating. I mean, if you really want to start watching the movies, you have so like a fandom that's as visceral as any other fandom in the world. So yeah, it takes a little to like get warmed up to it, and I think Force Awakens was a really good way to like p- get people's feet wet if they wanted to get into this. Um I th- I didn't hate it. I thought it was a really cool callback to part 1. Oh, I
0: love Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: love it. Um, and I think it was it was enough. It was enough of your like hey this is a really interesting movie I like these characters let me go back and re-watch these other movies about them um, I think yeah I, I think it was a g- really good way to reawaken pun intended um, <laughs> people's interests and introduce new viewers into the world into this franchise which if you really go into it has got incredible books it's got incredible cartoons video games video games, like if you really wanted to get into this universe, it's well worth your time. It's my number two as my favorite franchise
0: and now we uh we'll have one more, and this saga will be complete, yeah uh, I, yeah, I'm happy and sad in a way i don't know I don't know how I feel right now
2: i trust <laughs> I, I trust I trust. That we're gonna get more stuff. The Mandalorian has given me. Well, hope.
0: no, we're getting more Star Wars stuff. So I'm talking about this is the last time we'll see the Skywalkers. So this <laughs> is. I don't know how I feel. I'm
2: cautiously optimistic. This is not the last time we're gonna see the Skywalkers.
0: I I'll comment on that in a second. All right, right. Go ahead.
1: My number five is Rocky, um, and my favorite is actually the original, like the one that started it all as well, like. The one that won I mean? the Oscar. Yeah. Um, number four is Toy Story. Yeah. Um And I again, I actually went with the original here, the one for me that got me into the yeah. franchise. nothing
0: Nothing wrong there. Getting started
1: at all. Um. And nothing else I can really say on those two franchises that you guys haven't said. Uh, my number three is uh, Kevin Smith of View Askew Universe. All right. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'll get. I yes. will
0: cut you some slack. Yes. Because I thought <laughs> it was going to be your number one, and <laughs> fists were about to get thrown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it is a good franchise. Uh, it's a, it it is, good is a good franchise.
0: franchise. Yeah. All jokes aside, it is a good franchise.
1: It's, yeah, it has a nice blend of a great comedy. I mean, it was promoting geek culture before it was cool with mall rats and clerks. It was promoting pothead culture with Jay and Silent Bob before it was cool. It was, and my favorite. And speaking of which, my favorite uh, from that is uh, Strike Back. It's the one that made me really fall in love with. Kevin Smith, that's nice. the one that really nice. just started it all. all. Like, I think I said it on here before, um, not that when I discovered it, but a little after I discovered it, I was in a dark place. My, uh, I had moved down to live with my dad. I was in just this very dark place, and I put that movie in. It was the first time, I think, in a week or two, and for me that's, that's rare, that I actually laughed and I had a smile on it was because of Strike Back. Um, and my number two is Marvel, is the Marvel Universe, and I'm actually going to go against the grain. I'm going to say my favorite, just because for pure entertainment value, is actually uh, For the Dark or, World. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said entertainment, not value. <laughs> it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nothing nice. wrong there. Nice, nice. It was ballsy, it was fun, like. Yeah. Me and Casey's favorite. Oh, a, yeah, tree no, ma- just... a
0: tree made you cry. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It, it was. A, <laughs> it was a show of force by
2: Marvel Studios that it it took an amazing. It showed... It's also a movie that has a lot of music, David. Like, yes, it does. It, it, like
1: Avengers was Marvel, like, here's our dick. And fucking Guardians <laughs> was like, here's our balls. Yes, <laughs> you took my words right out of my mouth. I was like,
0: Marvel said not just look at our balls Look at the size of these things <laughs> We can put Guardians and you're gonna eat it up And love it So I am you know with you
1: is? You fucking will and you'll oh, love yeah. it <laughs>
0: Alright since sweet, Since uh, you went last year Why don't you yeah, go ahead and up finish up Wrap one. it up with your number one
1: Well Dave I think me and you probably have the same number yeah, one Yeah so our
0: number ones are Star Wars yeah. And um, <laughs> go ahead I'll, You can go first and then I'll follow
1: Um, It's One of the greatest, it's the greatest franchise of all time. I mean, just from, I think the only one that goes longer is James Bond, but just the continuity, like Leo, you just said it. Everything that you can get books, you can get video games, shirts, ugly Christmas sweaters. (laughs) 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 It's just, uh, it was one of the first movies I remember seeing. It was something that me and my mom bonded over. Like I grew up with Star Wars stuff all around the house. So, like, it was, I was immersed in it. And I think we talked, you guys talked about Harry Potter being immersive. I think Star Wars is, if not more immersive, with just all the different planets and species and races, especially when you get into the games like Nice Republic, and you go to different planets on there. And the newer stuff, like they're like in Mandalorian, they're a species like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Like it's just so well done. And obviously, my number one is the best album all, Empire Back. Awesome. It still gets me every time. And it's funny, I mentioned it last week. I'll mention again. Go on Disney Plus, go to the extras, and look at the deleted scene from Empire where Luke tries, he shoots his shot at Leia, and it just makes the ending even more that <laughs> uh, even more awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah so mine is star wars as well uh so what? everything you said Ryan, on top of the favorite entry empire of course <laughs> yes yeah. um so i also really outside of everything that ryan said i uh star wars got me through difficult time and i think star wars is the first franchise that i took serious in terms of trying to look past the entertainment value of it mm. and i found like so many political yeah Political hidden agendas that Lucas was trying to let us know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene in episode three where Anakin is leading the stormtroopers, um, in to kill the Jedi, and it resembles like Nazi Germany, yeah, and Hitler walking up with his troops, uh, up some stairs. There's like a a side to side image of that, and that just opened my eyes up to. Look at what else they're trying to. Because to me, Star Wars is not just—it's not a yeah. space franchise. Like Star Wars does have the worst fan base out of any fan. And sorry, polish my nuts and serve me a milkshake. I'm not wrong there. Um, Wrestling fans could suck too, though. <laughs> yeah, but. I think if Star Wars fans actually really pay attention and instead of just say thinking it is just a generic space movie yeah. and really pay attention that there's more than that, they'll really find some cool stuff that they're missing out on. Yeah, uh,
2: I remember reading or watching a documentary on Star Wars or how Star Wars changed the world, I think. And it was, um, I remember reading up that George Lucas did so much research on theology, mm-hmm. on actually researching different cultures and what they believe in so that this movie can appeal to everybody. Yep. There's a lot of intelligent stuff in those in this franchise.
0: Yep. And rather than argue about it and tell us how Last Jedi sucked, maybe you should educate yourselves as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my favorite entry is Empire. I think it's easily the best f- in the franchise. I think it has the most punches. <laughs> per se, yeah. in the franchise. And I'm very happy with J.J. and what he's done and even Ryan Johnson. I do love The Last Jedi. Um, I'm very curious as to what, how it ends. I'm very, I'm feeling mixed right now with, yeah, I'm glad it's over in a way because this needs closure. Mm-hmm. Can't go on forever. But I'm also, so I'm like, oh, we're not gonna get the Skywalkers any anymore. It's finally over well, after 43 well, years.
1: We were Go ahead. Go when ahead. We were born. We didn't think we were getting anything else.
0: That's true. That's a good like,
1: So, and then we got the other three that we just rather not talk about. <laughs> <laughs> then you were blessed with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> and fucking
2: sand. <laughs> <laughs> sand is soft, Ryan. <laughs> it
1: gets everywhere. Damn it. <laughs> And so the fact that we're even getting another – we got another three, and we're getting finally the very, very end. And I saw a meme the other day that had me dying. It was poor R2 has seen some shit, and it was R2 with, like, the Vietnam flashback in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's the only one that remembers everything. The only thing he wasn't a part of was Solo, when you think about it. Yeah,
2: it's true. All right, so go ahead. Yeah, my number one MCU. is you guys, you guys number two, and this should come the shocker to nobody. <laughs> um, X-Men. It's, uh, it's, it is Fox's X-Men. No, it's, uh, it's the MCU. Uh, for me, the MCU, uh, it's, it's just like you mentioned it. Um, Star Wars started it. Um, I think if you go back on all our lists, you get a sense that all of us really dig this continuity, into tying things together. Like You appreciate watching part four, and they mention something from part one. Cause you're like, I was paying attention. Like this is really cool. Um, It's like an inside joke that you get, and you're like, it's it's awesome. And the MCU perfected it. Um, Oh yeah, it's just that's exactly what it was. You're watching things twenty three movies later from movie one. Like Black Sabbath comes on, you know what that means. Um, For me, my favorite entry, because I figured you two would probably go with like Endgame and and Infinity War. I actually stuck to the classic uh, Winter Soldier. Okay, I think Nothing it's like there. it's one of those movies where yeah, it's it's, a, it's a, like like how we talked about Black Widow. It's a movie. It's not a superhero movie. It's a it's, it's honestly it's felt, it's like just like a a political thriller. Um, and uh, yes, for me, it's still it's still my favorite uh, MCU movie. Um, yeah, uh, I think that you really can't go wrong MCU or Star so Wars. Or your, your, you'll be a happy
0: camper. Yeah, and that pretty much wraps it up for this, this was week. Fun, dude. Very fun, guys. Next week, we will be back, and in two weeks, we will be back with our best of the decade, worst of the decade, best of the year, worst of the year, and one last episode for 2019.
2: Wow. See
0: you. See you next week, kids.
2: Later.